Hello everyone, I'm Ryan Burnham. And I'm Cindy Halstead. And welcome to the first season of the We Want More podcast. We want to bring you real conversations, meditations, and share a little bit of the history of We Want More. We look forward to growing and learning in this beginning season with you. Thank you for joining us. Hi, this is Bruce Halstead from We Want More. Thank you for joining us for Recalibrate, a guided time of reflection, contemplation, and meditation from a biblical worldview. Each Recalibrate is a little different, but all are designed to provide you with a reflective time to receive, realign, and recalibrate your heart and mind to that of God's, and to receive His peace. You can just listen and receive, or you may want to have something to write with, a journal, a notepad, as you pray, consider, and reflect on some of the scriptures and questions we'll use. Today, we will be releasing anxiety to God so that we might receive his peace, presence, and well-being, his shalom for our hearts, minds, and lives. We are all familiar with anxiety. Some of us are more prone to it temperamentally, and others simply because of certain past or present issues we've endured or are facing. But we are all familiar with its feeling. It's that feeling of worry or nervousness or unease, typically about an impending event or something with an uncertain outcome. The uncertainty can lead us towards a posture of having to control the outcomes, which of course often can leave God and his peace out of the picture. You know, throughout scripture we are told to not worry, fear, or be anxious. Some say it it says it 365 times, a verse for every day. But we are also compelled and encouraged instead throughout scripture to have faith, to know God is present, that he's for us, and he desires to be invited into our present circumstances, situations, and relationships. I find it profound that both faith and fear are similar in that they're both future-oriented and about believing in some particular outcome that is yet to happen. So they compete for our attention and the state of our mind and heart as we ruminate on or give in to fearful thoughts. We are led to be full of care and anxiety, while conversely with a faith perspective that believes God is in our midst, it can open up our hearts and minds to experience God's peace, His shalom, 
which is what we desire for you today. As I open our time in prayer, take a few deep breaths to help relax your body, get some oxygen to your mind, and to help get yourself into a heart posture to receive from God. Father, you tell us throughout Scripture to not fear or worry, and yet it is so often the natural inclination of our hearts. As we put you first in our hearts and minds, and as we release control of future outcomes, your Spirit so often tangibly brings us peace. Would you bring your peace and comfort to the hearts of this listener during our time together with you? Thank you, Father. Amen. 1 Peter 5 tells us to cast all your anxiety on Him because He cares for you. To say that another way, give God all your worries, concerns, and cares because He has immense care for you and He's present. The literal intent of that verse is, don't worry. Live carefree before God because He is full of care for you. So let's give all of our work cares, our personal cares and family cares, and also our cares for the present and cares for the future, for yourselves and for others. Let's give them to God over the next few minutes together. First, take a moment to consider or write down, what am I most anxious about? What are your anxious thoughts? You might even notice, where am I holding tension or anxiety in my mind or body? Where are you feeling the anxiety? One way to help with our anxious thoughts is coming to God and His scriptures in our times of concern and fear and worry and in our time and need for His grace. Scripture says in Psalm 94, When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought joy to my soul. And in Proverbs 12, it says, Anxiety in a person's heart weighs him down but a good word makes him glad. I love that verse because it talks so much of our need for encouragement from others, from our community, but also straight from Scripture. So I'm going to read a familiar passage of Scripture to you. But first, take a deep breath in and let it out, and do this a few times as you let your mind and your heart continue to move towards a posture of receiving God's words of consolation and comfort, as we read now from Matthew 6. And I'm going to read it to you twice, first in the NIV version and the second in the message. And just listen and see uh, what the Holy Spirit might illuminate to your heart and mind. What does He want you to hear from this passage? Jesus said this, 
Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you've little faith? So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Can you hear in that passage God's heart for you, to care for you, and to provide for you? Now receive one more time as we read that in the message version, and then ask some reflective questions. If you decide for God, living a life of God worship, it follows that you don't fuss about what's on the table at mealtimes or whether the clothes in your closet are in fashion. There is far more to your life than the food you put in your stomach, more to your outer appearance than clothes you hang in your body. Look at the birds, free and unfettered, not tied down to a job description, but careless in the care of God. And you count far more to him than birds. Has anyone by fussing in front of the mirror ever gotten taller by so much as an inch? All this time and money spent on fashion, do you think it makes that much difference? Instead of looking at the fashions, walk out into the fields and look at the wildflowers. They never primp or shop, but have you ever seen color and design quite like it? The ten best dressed men and women in the country look shabby alongside of them. So if God gives such attention to the appearance of wildflowers, most of which are never ever seen, don't you think he'll attend to you and care for you, to take pride in you, and do his best for you. What I'm trying to do here is to get you to relax, to not be so preoccupied with getting so you can actually respond to God's giving. People who don't know God in the way he works fuss over these things, but you know God and how he works. So steep your life in God reality, God initiative, and God provision don't worry about missing out. You'll find all your everyday human concerns will be met. Give your entire attention to what God is doing right now and don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. God will help you deal with whatever hard things come up when the time comes.
I'm going to read one more passage from Philippians 4 that says, The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So let's release our concerns and cast our cares and worries about the future or pressures of today right onto God. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, I invite you right into the middle of this anxious situation, my anxious thoughts, and ask you to reorder my heart and mind during this time. And now take a moment to add to what you might have thought about or wrote down earlier about where you're feeling anxiety. What are you anxious about? Then pray this, ask God, Holy Spirit, what is at the root of this anxiety? Where does this anxiety come from? Ask him, is there something I need to let go of or to release? Some outcome, some control, some fear? What do I need to release? And pray this, consider this. Is there a lie I'm believing? And just pray, God, is there a lie I'm believing? And just listen and reflect. Now, as best you can, Picture Jesus sitting next to you or in front of you and hear him say these words to you. Come to me, you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. He so desires to take your burdens and cares. And sometimes with our burdens and fears, we revisit them, we ruminate on them, and they become like a bag of stones or bricks we carry around. They become the weight that verse in Proverbs talked about, and we can feel it. But Jesus, not only as our savior, but as our friend, longs for us to give them to him. So as best you can, once again, picture yourself with Jesus and taking the bag of stones or bricks off your back and putting them before him 
And for each of the anxious thoughts or words you considered or wrote down, picture them on the stone or on that brick and give it to him one at a time. Each of these bricks, each of these weights in your life. And as you do so, experience the load coming off you as you give them to Jesus and as he receives them. So just take a few moments to do that now. And as you're doing this, know his demeanor is not disappointment. He loves you and he wants these moments with you where you exchange his strength for yours and receive his grace for your weakness. So take another moment to give him anything else you need to do. as you've been giving the stones or bricks to him and have taken in actually what would be an affectionate gaze towards you. Pray and ask now, Jesus, what do you have for me in exchange? Or what truth do you want me to know? Take some time now to thank him for his presence, his affection, his peace, filling your soul by the Holy Spirit. And if there is anything when you're listening for the truth he wants you to know that was condemning, or if only you did, or if you should, acceptance based on performance, that's not the gospel and it's not God's affection for you. He wants you to experience complete peace and forgiveness in Him. Before we close our time together, Scripture tells us, and neuroscience and social sciences have discovered, that one of the most powerful things we can do to experience joy, contentment, happiness, and well-being is gratitude. And those things are essentially the heart of shalom, God's presence and peace with you. So before we close our time, I'd like you to think about or write down three to five things for which you can be grateful. And take time to actually try to wrap your heart and mind around each thing you write down or think about. And allow your heart to be grateful. And perhaps share your gratefulness with God as you do so. So let's take some time to do that now.
Another great source of joy is other-centered love in the form of kindness. So let's close by asking God, how would you have me express love through one act of kindness to someone else today? So let's wrap up this time in prayer together. Jesus, thank you that you want my burdens and my concerns and your desire is to exchange them with your peace and your life. Thank you that a fruit of your spirit is love, but it's also joy and peace. And you want us to know and experience your presence and your shalom in our lives as we learn to trust you, especially in the midst of circumstances that could potentially lead us to fearful or anxious thoughts. Would you keep our hearts in peace as we trust in you and as our minds and hearts are fixed on you? Thank you for your love. Thank you for your care and affection. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your peace. We are grateful. Amen. <laughs>